Good morning. How are you? Are you okay? It's a really sleepy Saturday morning. Did I tell you that there's a little tree? Not little, actually. There's a tree outside of my bedroom window. And what's really sweet about that window is little birds come up and tweet and I know that I sound a little bit childlike but I really love nature so when I'm having a bit of a bad day well my bed used to be in that window so I could be watching TV watching a film or just chilling out and the middle of really tiny pretty little birds just sat there tweeting looking at me just for those split seconds before they flit off it'd just be so lovely anyway um yeah so it's been quite a tough week this week for lots and lots of different reasons I'm getting over this cold virus um it seems to come back now and again which is really strange so I'll be okay and then sorry I'm I'm in bed because it's only it's only 8 o'clock and then yeah it'll just like oh you thought I was gone oh well I've got a little surprise for you and then yeah it'll come back so I think it'll go eventually it's just it's clinging on like a bad relationship that's over. We all know that feeling, don't we? Uh, anyway, so yeah, so and people are really concerned. So I'm um, kind of rehashing the same kind of conversations about stuff, which you, you know. Um, people are just genuinely nice and caring but it can be quite um i've never really had to use the word triggering before because i've never really understood it and i kind of underestimated it actually but i get it yeah um people you've not seen for a while or because i don't share a lot on my about what's really going on People are curious about all sorts of aspects of it, so I get it, but then it can kind of set me back a bit. So I need to, I need to learn, because I don't like the term coping mechanism, because coping is not, coping is quite a serious word, isn't it? Coping is quite a... Coping isn't a nice word. So be not even resilient actually, I think that's along the same lines. Maybe I just need to say that I'm not willing to, I don't really want to talk about it. It's probably a good yeah. That feels quite direct though to me. That feels quite um that feels quite aggressive. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Like, whoa. But I wonder if like part of wellness or 
determined there's a lot of time for everything sometimes it gets a bit much uh, it, it does it feels a bit heavy doesn't it like the term for every single thing now it's like can't we just be sometimes can't we just be just like like uh anyway yeah so uh, to write down words of um things that i wanted to say for yesterday and uh and i guess you know this is the path that i want to go down um career-wise uh, I need to learn some I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say I need to learn some because coping mechanism is the way that people have described these kind of things or how I want to express something to you right now uh, okay Let's try it this way. A way to kind of manage the triggering kind of feelings. Okay, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Um, and yeah, because I need to grow stronger from that, from those initials. They are a natural immersion. And that's what PTSD is, isn't it? But I need to... I want to be able to help other people, so I'm going to have to... Oh, uh, my mum would go. I need to learn to toughen up. Our northerners would say that, actually. You need to learn to toughen up, love. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, so... You know, um, there's topics like gaslighting, um, emotional abuse, domestic abuse, physical abuse, uh, topics like rape and sexual assault. They're really hard ones. Uh, I guess anyone who's been through experiences of any of those things, or even if you haven't, they're really tough ones to kind of um, navigate, understand digest and then talk about on an open platform so yeah but I made sure when I was feeling crappy to well for me when I'm having a really bad day it's really important to like one get up and make the bed make sure my fat my flat's clean my home's clean shower eat definitely take my medication um, drink a cup of tea because I always find that really soothing I know it's got caffeine in and my adrenaline runs high but for some reason it calms me and I just think when you're feeling those feelings you, t- you should take anything that gives you some solace and calm and makes you feel peaceful I think that's really important so cup of tea, hot water bottle, sit in my armchair with the sash window open a bit so I can hear the leaves on the trees and the cars go by and people having chats and get my um, big velvet bed through. God, it's ginormous. I completely underestimated how big it is. It's like, I think it's meant for like a queen size bed. It's ginormous. It makes my double bed look tiny. So, 
yeah, just really gentle and nice baths. And um, I've not eaten a lot this week, actually. Yeah, I don't know what I've been surviving on. I had some chicken yesterday. Actually, yesterday, yeah, was a bit of a purge day because of my eating disorder. So, uh, yeah, yesterday I ate a lot. But the rest of the week, no. Um, but actually, I have this thing, and it's a little bit indulgent, and I don't suggest it if you work, because you've got to drive to work, I suppose. Uh, I have porridge, but I soak like fruits and dried fruits and like citruses in whiskey or rum, and then add that to the porridge. And I know that's really naughty, but it tastes beautiful, like alcoholic popping. Oh my god, I'm not an alcoholic, I just really like that. I know it's really naughty, isn't it? I did that, god, yeah, it's lovely. Anyway, I've not got any milk, I drank it all last night, and god, yeah, I really ate a lot. What was it, Gayo? Chicken. Macaroni cheese, a bacon sandwich, and coffee, and there was something else as well. Anyway, yeah, it's been pretty exhausting this week. Um, I've got some nice things on next week, though. So, yeah, uh, I did. There were some really good elements to, to this week, actually. I'm not willing to discount my Thursday night where I saw Chidu. That was... Oh, God. I was quite nervous, actually. But just cause, I think it's because I knew it was a younger crowd, but not because of them, because of me, you know. I'm going to earn that and say it was because of me. Um, And it was at Humber Street Gallery lovely location actually and, and you know Humber Street has got this weird silence about it like this like a calm that I always feel when I'm down there anyway so yeah I went with my friend Claire and um it was really obviously quiet at the beginning and it really filled up but not in a bad way it felt really intimate and so everyone was kind of hanging around and waiting and Chidu was doing his thing. Like, he just towers above everyone. He's so tall. And um, I I feel, I felt like a bit of a super fan, like a bit of a geek. So um, didn't want to, I felt quite shy. But Claire just handled that with me so well. Because I think, I think that was our first, like, gig or something together so she wouldn't have known about my social anxiety that I've always had actually it's always been a thing like when I was a kid I think I used to hyperventilate or pass out so um I think it's just having a lot of people around me that I don't know but I think Covid did that anyway as well to everyone and then there was a few different artists before she do they all really had the moments, they were really good and the vibe was really nice. 
I was really glad that I went because I wanted to see Tudu perform. It's been a while. I saw him at, um, in a C-Sesh and that was really good. But I just knew, obviously, because this was a smaller space, that it would be it would be more intimate. It would feel more... It's. I don't know why sometimes I really struggle to say what I'm thinking, but I do, so apologies. Yeah, intimate is a really good word, but also personal and I root for Tudu because I just, I believe in him and I've always believed in him and I'm really, I'm really proud that a black guy, I mean, I don't even know if that's what I'm meant to say, um, so apologies if that offends, that was just, Tudu is a beacon for her and younger men to look up to and just I just like I'm I'm in awe of him a bit actually because my son's 22 and he looks up to Chido and he looks up to he looks up to Matt I mean hopefully he's like Matt's just obviously really placid which is lovely but um, I feel like my son has got some seriously good male role models and I'm really thankful for that. That's a really, it's a really beautiful thing actually. He really has got some strong male role models around him who show him a healthy, happy mind and happy life. And that he can achieve and he can get to greater, greater things if he wants to. And I've always believed in Jacob. Even when he's had his falls, he's always come back up. And But I've always, he can be anything that he wants. And I've always let him know that no matter, as long as he's not hurting anyone, I love him and care for him and believe in him. I've always told him that he's, you know... You need to break cycles of toxicity within families. And I'm not talking about my family in particular. I'm talking about uh, general terms here. Um, if you've been treated badly, break that cycle and make and show your child love. Uh, show them about equality and diversity inclusion, culture, culture, different cultures, different religions, because without, with that, they, they won't have fears, or so much so, they will, and they'll be open, and that opens a whole new world, a whole massive door in every career, in every path of their life, you know, so, I never taught Jacob here for anything or anyone because I didn't feel that that was my place to place that on my son because it feels it felt like it would be abusive like if I, even if there was kind of some kind of fraction within the family that was my burden that wasn't for my son to even know about um, so you know I refused to I refused to put that on my son and uh, yeah 
I didn't feel like it was my place to do that. So, well, that was a big one, wasn't it? It was quite deep. I didn't mean, <laughs> didn't actually mean for that to happen. But um, like I say, it's stuff to get off my chest. Um. So yeah. Anyway, it's Saturday morning. It's ten past eight. I'm in bed. I think we have another snooze and then later go to the Norris and have a coffee and chill out. I am still, I am let us talk about it. sleepy Saturday morning. Did I tell you that there's a little tree? Not little actually. There's a tree outside of my bedroom window. And what's really sweet about that window is little birds come up and tweet. And I know that I sound a little bit childlike, but I really love nature. So, when I'm having a bit of a bad day, well, my bed used to be in the window, so I could be watching TV, watching a film, or just chilling out. And a pair of really tiny, pretty little birds just sat there tweeting, looking at me. Just for those split seconds before they flit off, it'd just be so lovely. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it's been quite a tough week this week for lots and lots of different reasons. I'm getting over this cold virus. Um, it seems to come back now and again, which is really strange. So I'll be okay, and then sorry, I'm. I'm in bed because it's only it's only eight o'clock. And then uh, Yeah, it'll just like it'll go oh you thought I was gone. Oh well, I've got a little surprise for you. And then yeah, it'll come back. So I think it'll go eventually. It's just it's clinging on like a bad relationship that's over. We all know that feeling, don't we? Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I did. and people are really concerned, so I'm um, kind of rehashing the same kind of conversations about stuff, which, you know, um, people are just genuinely nice and caring, but it can be quite, um, I've never really had to use the word triggering before. Because I've never really understood it, and I kind of underestimated it, actually. But I get it, yeah. Um, like people you've not seen for a while, or... Because I don't share a lot on my... About what's really going on. People are curious about all sorts of aspects of it, so... I get it, but then it can kind of set me back a bit 
so I need to I need to learn because I don't like the term coping mechanism because coping is not coping is quite a serious word isn't it coping is quite a Coping isn't a nice word. So be not even resilient, actually. I think that's along the same lines. Maybe I just need to say that I'm not willing, to, I don't really want to talk about it. It's probably a good, yeah. That feels quite direct though, to me. That feels quite, um, that feels quite aggressive. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Like, whoa. But I wonder if, like, part of wellness or there's a term in there there's a lot of time for everything sometimes it gets a bit much uh, it does it feels a bit heavy doesn't it like the term for every single thing that it's like can't we just be sometimes can't we just be just like like uh, anyway yeah so to write down words of um, things that I wanted to say for yesterday and uh, and I guess you know this is the path that I want to go down um, career wise so I need to learn some I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say I need to learn some coping mechanism is the way that people have described these kind of things or how I want to express something to you right now uh, okay let's try it this way a way to kind of manage the triggering kind of feelings okay yeah that's a good way to describe it um, and Yeah, because I need to grow stronger from that, from those initials. They are a natural emotion, and that's what PTSD is, isn't it? But I need to, I want to be able to help other people, so I'm going to have to... Oh, my mum would go. I need to learn to toughen up. Oh, Northerners would say that, actually. You need to learn to toughen up, love. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so... You know, um, there's topics like gaslighting, um, emotional abuse, domestic abuse, physical abuse, uh, topics like rape and sexual assault. They're really hard ones. So. I guess anyone who's been through experiences of any of those things or even if you haven't they're really tough ones to kind of um navigate understand digest and then talk about on an open platform so yeah but i made sure when i was feeling crappy to well for me when i'm having a really bad day it's really important to like one get up and make the bed Make sure my fa- my flat's clean, my home's clean. Shower, eat, definitely take my medication. 
um, drink a cup of tea because I always find that really soothing. I know it's got caffeine in and my adrenaline runs high, but for some reason it calms me. And I just think when you're feeling those feelings, you you should take anything that gives you some solace and carb and makes you feel peaceful. I think that's really important. So cup of tea, hot water bottle, sit in my armchair with the sash window open a bit so I can hear the leaves on the trees and the cars go by and people having chats and get my um, big velvet bed through. God, it's ginormous. I completely underestimated how big it is. It's like, I think it's meant for like a queen size bed. It's ginormous. It makes my double bed look tiny. So, yeah, just really gentle and nice baths. And um, I've not eaten a lot this week, actually. Yeah, I don't know what I've been surviving on. I had some chicken yesterday. Actually, yesterday, yeah, was a bit of a purge day because of my eating disorder. So, uh, yeah, yesterday I ate a lot. But the rest of the week no um, but actually I have this thing and it's a little bit indulgent and I don't suggest it if you work because you've got to drive to work I suppose uh, I have porridge but I soak like fruits and dried fruits and like citruses in whiskey or rum and then add that to the porridge And I know that's really naughty, but it tastes beautiful, like alcoholic popping. Oh my God, I'm not an alcoholic. I just really like that. I know it's really naughty, innit? I did that. God, yeah, it's lovely. Anyway, I've not got any milk. I drank it all last night and God, yeah, I really ate a lot. What was it that I ate? Chicken. Macaroni cheese, a bacon sandwich. I've got a feeling there was something else as well. Anyway, yeah, it's been pretty exhausting this week. Um, I've got some nice things on next week though. So, yeah, uh, I there were some really good elements to, to this week, actually. I'm not willing to discount my Thursday night where I saw Chidu. That was... Oh, God. I was quite nervous, actually. But just because... I think it's because I knew it was a younger crowd, but not because of them, because of me, you know. I'm going to earn that and say it was because of me. Um, And it was at Humber Street Gallery lovely location actually and, and you know Humber Street has got this weird silence about it like this like a calm that I always feel when I'm down there anyway so yeah I went with my friend Claire and um it was really obviously quiet at the beginning and it really filled up but not in a bad way it felt really intimate and 
so everyone was kind of hanging around and waiting and Chidu was doing his thing like he just towers above everyone he's so tall and um I I feel I felt like a bit of a super fan like a bit of a geek so um didn't want to I felt quite shy but Claire just handled that with me so well because I think I think that was our first like gig or something together so she wouldn't have known about my social anxiety that I've always had actually it's always been a thing like when I was a kid I think I used to hyperventilate or pass out so um I think it's just having a lot of people around me that I don't know but I think Curvy did that anyway as well to everyone and then there was a few different artists before she do they all really had the moments, they were really good and the vibe was really nice. I was really glad that I went because I wanted to see Chidu perform, it's been a while. I saw him at um, Inner Sea Sesh and that was really good but I just knew obviously because this was a smaller space that it would be, it would be more intimate, it would feel more, it's I don't know why sometimes I really struggle to say what I'm thinking, but I do, so apologies. Yeah, intimate is a really good word, but also personal and I root for Chidu because I just, I believe in him and I've always believed in him and I'm really, I'm really proud that a black guy I mean, I don't even know if that's what I'm meant to say. Um, so apologies if that offends. That was just... Chidu is a beacon for her and younger men to look up to. And just... I just like... I'm, I'm in awe of him a bit, actually, because my son's... 22 and he looks up to Chidu and he looks up to he looks up to Matt I mean hopefully he's like Matt's just obviously really placid which is lovely but um, I feel like my son has got some seriously good male role models and I'm really thankful for that that's a really it's a really beautiful thing actually he really has got some strong male role models around him who show him a healthy, happy mind and happy life and that he can achieve and he can get to create things if he wants to. And I've always believed in Jacob, even when he's had his falls, he's always come back up and but I've always he can be anything that he wants and I've always let him know that no matter as long as he's not hurting anyone, I love him and care for him and believe in him. I've always told him that he's, you know, you need to break cycles of toxicity within families. And I'm not talking about my family in particular, I'm talking about uh, general terms here. Um, if you've been treated badly, break that cycle and make and show your child love uh, show them about equality and 
diversity, inclusion, culture, culture, different cultures, different religions. Because without with that, they they won't have fears or so much so. They will and they'll be open and that opens a whole new world, a whole massive door in every career, in every path of their life, you know. So I never taught Jacob here for anything or anyone because I didn't feel that that was my place to place that on my son because it feels it felt like it would be abusive. Like if I, even if there was kind of some kind of fraction within the family, that was my burden. That wasn't for my son to even know about. Um, so you know, I refused to. I refused to put that on my son, and uh, yeah, I didn't feel like that was my place to do that. So. Oh, that was a big one, wasn't it? It was quite deep. I didn't mean, <laughs> didn't actually mean for that to happen. But um, like I say, it's stuff to get off my chest. Um. So yeah. Anyway, it's Saturday morning. It's ten past eight. I'm in bed. <sighs> I think we have another snooze, and then later go to the Harris and for coffee and chill out I am still I am let's talk about it